Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than Stand Up. I'm Brent Lamont, and joining me, friend of the pod, my good friend, Danielle Jones. Hey, Danielle. Hey, Brent. Thanks for having me. Of course. So what we're going to do today is we're covering the fourth of our Scrum Value Series, and we're going to talk about openness. So just as a reminder, like we always do when we talk about the Scrum Values, there are five. Commitment, courage, focus, openness, and respect. And I will say, for me, openness is the most important one, but I want to say, Danielle, what do you want to talk about when it comes to openness? Oh my gosh, there's so many things when it comes to openness. But, but more importantly, um, I agree with you, Brent. Openness is probably the top of my list. Um, I believe when you are lead with openness, all the other things kind of fall into place. Right. So um, with openness, especially within the teams, I find it um, really, really key for a cohesiveness for the teams mm -hmm. to work well together. If everybody can be open and share their thoughts, whether they agree, disagree, or you know, somewhere in the middle, it, it just creates a, a great dynamic within the team when you're open. Right on. I mean, I also think that openness is the most important because if I can't say to you, Danielle, I think you're being a complete jerk right now, that doesn't help, but you don't have to be oversharing in your openness, right? Exactly. There is a balance. There is a balance. And I think that uh, openness on a team only makes it stronger because I should be able to say to anyone on the team, I disagree with what you did. I disagree with your approach. It's cool because it starts the conversation. And for me, it's all about the conversation. So having that openness to be able to talk to people and not feel like it's going to be held against you is super, super important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things I also like to think about when it comes to openness is how you're open with your customers and you're open with your stakeholders. And I found that so many teams like to do things where they say, we're going to hide our uh, artifacts. So we're going to hide our, uh, we're going to hide our backlog. We're going to hide our retrospectives. We're going to hide our team notes because we don't need anybody to get behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's a flag that says, Hey, we're not actually expressing openness. Right. And it's so funny because, uh, when I talk to when I first start talking to teams, I like to have them stack rank their values. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because a lot of teams say, Oh yeah, we want to be open. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, 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 we can't do this because we don't want anybody to know about it. Right. 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 And so I'm curious, which part do you think is most important to you? Do you think it's the individual interaction? Do you think it's artifacts? Do you think it's events? Tell me a little more. Honestly, I think it starts with the individual. So when the individual is willing to be open, I feel like then they are willing to also open up their artifacts, right? Because you're saying, hey, I'm open. So why can't the things that I'm working on also be open? Right. That's, you know, perfect world, right? Um, if I'm open, everything else that I do should be open. So right. I think it starts individually, honestly. And then hopefully that trickles throughout each individual on the team. Right. And I think as... Uh, coaches and scrum masters and facilitators, it's upon us to be open and to be transparent. Because if you're doing inspect and adapt, and you're being transparent, it makes it so much easier for everybody to do what they need to do. Right. And, you know, it's funny, you and I were talking a little bit beforehand, and we've talked before about how we need to have an episode about introverts and extroverts, because I think one of the things that this ties into is as a facilitator, as a coach, as a scrum master, you have to be able to try to get the introverts 
to be extroverted and mm-hmm. you have to get the extroverts to be less extroverted. Yep. Right. So it's like, <laughs> you have to find that balance. And I'm curious, do you think, what do you think the biggest challenge is for you as a scrum master? Do you think it's getting the introverts to be extroverted or the extroverts to be introverted? You know, honestly, it's getting the extroverts to be introvert, you know, I mean, because all their lives really, you know, you've been this way yeah, yeah. and it's, it may have, may not, it's probably worked for you, right? You, they think, oh, you're the social butterfly. Like you're always talking to everybody, like knife of the party. And typically that works. But when you have team members that, you know, are working in a development environment software a lot of the times the personalities do tend to be introverted. And so it's hard to reel them back in and say, hey, and kind of let this person speak up. So getting the extroverts to then pull themselves back inside and be like, okay, yes, I understand like this may not be the the right setup for me to be be so extroverted. Um, The introverts, sure, they will talk eventually, but it's talking over the extroverts is what intimidates them most. Right. In my in my experience. Right. Well, it's so funny because in the group that we coexist in, we have a lot of extroverts <laughs> yeah. and, and we have a few introverts. And it's so mm-hmm. it's funny. Uh, there's an article that we were talking about where I really want to get uh, I want to read up about it because they're talking about instead of extroverts and introverts, there are ambiverts. So mm-hmm. as opposed to ambidextrous, you know, yeah. they're they're both. And uh it's funny in our team we have a couple people who are very extroverted in group situations Mm -hmm. but may not be on uh so much on a one-on-one but see here we are we're delving into the extroverts and the introverts when we're actually trying to talk about (laughs) openness it's okay it's all right so that's all good right here we are being open about they they tie well together sure yeah because sometimes your openness is is a personality situation right i'm so introverted i don't know how to be open is right. maybe you know some of some cases so it they tie well together right on so which event do you think ends up being the one where you need openness the most <sighs> for me honestly um with the teams that i'm working with i feel that the retrospective is where you sh- i would love for them to be a little more open um yeah. it it that's where we're supposed to just reflect and, and kind of put things out on the table so we can grow and, and better as a team. And if you're not being open about what's maybe not working for you, working for the team, then I feel like we're going to be stuck in this cycle of like, there's no continuous improvement then. Right. So right. yeah, I feel like I'd love for the retrospective to be, I know that's probably like cliche, like, Oh, be open in the retro. It's the retrospective. Um, but it, it's important, right? That's how we inspect and adapt our process usually. So. Right. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, if I was going to stack rank events, you know, uh, it'd be retro first. It'd probably be review second. It'd probably been followed closely by stand-up and sprint planning, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to, and I almost want to have, actually, upon like momentary further reflection, I'm going to say <laughs> that it's going to be uh, stand-up is a close second because yeah. if in a stand-up I'm not being open about anything, right? I'm not mm-hmm. being open about what I'm working on. I'm not being open about how I think we as a team are doing mm-hmm. to reach the sprint goal, mm-hmm. then we're having a problem here. Mm-hmm. And you have so many times where uh, you have to dig people out of that little cave that they're in. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's funny how 
running events like a stand-up. You know, so many times teams will not stand up. They'll just be like sitting at a table, <laughs> you know, especially nowadays since they build up these tables to be standing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, when I start working with a team, I like to actually get them to stand up because it's mm-hmm. the, no, no, we're going to follow it by the rules for a few minutes. Right. And we're going to have everybody stand up. And yes, you're going to be physically uncomfortable. And that's the reason why you stand up. Right. Hey, you introvert. <laughs> Come on, let's <laughs> exactly. get out of your chair. Right. Well, it, uh, one other thing I run into uh, on the side, on the side, uh, in my non-work life, I work as a coach with my son uh, for his basketball or his volleyball teams. And it's trying to get the extroverts, you know, it's almost teams of any type, whether it's a, a software team, a product team, basketball team, you know, you have those those introverts who you're like, okay, no, no, come on. I want you to be engaged. I want mm-hmm. you to be here. It's important that you're here. And it does say when you talk to the introverts and you try to get them engaged and you do it in front of the extroverts, mm-hmm. then you end up where you're saying, Hey, everybody, everyone's viewpoint is important and I want you to have it. And so I guess that whole thing about tying back to the extroverts and introverts and why it interacts with openness Mm -hmm. is because if you say to the introverts, Hey, your opinion is important. They'll actually start speaking up as part of standup, as part of retrospective, as part of, as part of review. Mm -hmm. So, uh, interesting. So we've, we've covered events. Mm -hmm. We've covered artifacts. One thing I know you wanted to talk about was new people. Yeah. So you, no one loves being the new guy, right? Or not being called out for being the new guy. Um, but just in recent experience, I've seen it work really well that the team was already so open um, and the guys come in and they're new. And of course you're automatically like, Oh, I shouldn't say anything. Let me just let right. them do their thing. They've been together longer. Even if you have like this awesome perspective and you probably, maybe you can do it better than one other person on the team it's just that whole is a human we feel like we're new we shouldn't say anything um and i just found that one of my teams they're probably the most well-oiled machine that we have here they're very open with each other and so they when the new guys came in they immediately i mean like first ceremony that they were in was like oh yeah let me talk let me say this let me i you know i and i took went to him and i said you know, one-on-one, I said, do you feel like, you know, the team is allowing you to speak and, you know, that sort of thing. And he was like, absolutely. He said, I could tell when I walked in the room that they wanted to hear my opinion because they immediately used his name and said, hey, so-and-so, what do you think about this? Right. And and I've had the exact opposite. I've had teams where, you know, they're like, well, we didn't really like that, you know, you you thought that you knew something and you, you just got here. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, it's been completely opposite. And I can tell you that the team that was so open to the newer people on the team, they are now just outperforming so many other teams and just just taking scrum and like running with it. They don't even need me. So, I mean, I, and I, I attribute that to them being so open and that allows people to be courageous and, and speak up. So maybe that's the thing we should put out for teams is like, if you're open, you're not going to need any help. You're going to actually right. get work done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm just sitting here thinking about teams that I've worked with in the past who are so closed, right? It was where they were working with uh, a functional manager who was so 
like you have to run everything through that person mm -hmm. to where it was like stand up actually ran through that person and you have wow. to do the okay whoa i need you functional manager to leave mm -hmm. the room for a few minutes i know you're part of the team because you actually do write code but i need you to leave mm -hmm. the room for a few minutes and then you have to say to everybody look i need you people to talk <laughs> yeah exactly talk to everybody mm -hmm. yeah yeah just like that Mm -hmm. It's amazing what, you know, maybe taking a situation and removing a part of the equation and and allows the team to kind of then say, all right, well, ideal situation, this person will probably be in the room, but since they're out, let's go ahead and talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, perfect world, it wouldn't matter, right? Everybody should be able to say anything in front of anybody that's part of the team, but we know, you know, that's not always the case. So That's right. Well, yeah. and of course, we're recording this during the holidays, so it's actually <laughs> kind of a good time to do that kind of stuff. Because you yes. end up with people who aren't around mm -hmm. and you can kind of gauge as to how open the team actually is right. because, oh, so-and-so is not here. Let's see if the, let's see if the conversation picks up or slows down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, anything else you want to cover while we're here and talking about openness? Um, no, I just, I think openness, like I said, it's kind of at the top of my list. And yeah. I feel like once you start there, like everything else is, is coming. So I know you have podcasts on like courage and commitment and all that stuff. But yep. yeah, I just, I feel like openness is kind of like where you start. I mean, there's debatable that there's some that are just as equally as good, but no, no, I, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm with you on this one. Yeah. So it's like openness is number one. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to be open and close this. Oh, so that's I see what of, you did there. Aha, right? <laughs> so that's the end of this iteration. I'm Brent. I'm Danielle. Until the next iteration, you can give us a rating at your podcast provider. Shoot us an email at info at fasterthanastandup.com or you can find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Standup.